Welcome to another episode of T. Farrell Presents, where we have candid conversations that are especially beneficial for Christian leaders. I'm your host, Terrence Farrell, a.k.a. T. Farrell. And the theme for today's conversation is, if you're alive, it's not too late. So make the rest of your life the best of your life. Um, This episode is sponsored by Totavite, the go-to brand for wearable inspiration. What if there was an easy way to stay inspired and to inspire those around you? Something that wasn't too preachy, but still biblically sound. Let me introduce you to Totavite, a unique Christian apparel brand providing wearable inspiration that pops. Visit www.totavite.com. That's T-O-D-A-V-I-T-E.com. And find new ways to be inspired and to be an inspiration. This is actually one of the first uh, designs created for Total Vite. A quick shout out to Sabria um, at Our Image Matters for the design. But without further ado, today's guest is Loretta Merritt, longtime friend of mine. Uh, This is going to be a great conversation. But just in case you don't know who Loretta Merritt is, let me read a little piece of her bio. Loretta is a lot like a lot of my guests that I have on. She started singing in church while she was young, with the children's choir, youth choir, and then the young adults choir. For her, it was always bigger than just music. It was and remains Loretta's life. She was blessed to utilize her singing and acting abilities in an off-Broadway play, I'm Reaching for the Stars, back in 1985, where she had a leading role. Loretta also later had the opportunity to sing, record, and tour with the renowned gospel choir, James Hall Worship and Praise. Stick a pen right there. James Hall Worship and Praise. I really, I love that choir. I mean, that was that was the choir. I had all the cassette tapes. I mean, I know I'm dating myself, but man, I had the cassette tapes. I used to just run them over and over. But anyway, I'll move on. The choir was privileged to perform at the Stella Awards on BET at the New York City Rockefeller Christmas Tree Lighting and so many other events. Loretta developed her vocal talent further at the Juilliard Vocal Performance Program. With hard work, dedication, and faith, one of Loretta's dreams became a reality. She released her first single, No One Greater, on April 26, 2019. At the 25th Annual Gospel Choice Music Awards in 2019, Loretta Merritt took home the new Independent Artist of the Year Award. Shout out to Loretta. (laughs) (laughs) Loretta has been working with Grammy winner, singer, songwriter, Makiba Riddick Woods at the Young Dreamers consultancy agency where Loretta has found her sound and recorded songs. August 20th, 2021, she released her amazing single, His Name, written by Makiba Riddick Woods and produced by Kid Classic. Her music video, her official music video was released October 22nd, 2021. Loretta will be launching her new show, The Loretta Merritt Show in 2022. Uh, it's an inspirational music and conversation experience live on YouTube and Facebook. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, help me learn, <laughs> welcome Loretta Merritt. Loretta, how you doing? 
Hey, Terrence, how are you? Thank you for having me. No problem. No, I mean, it's been so long. I mean, we we ate, uh, just for those that don't know, we, we <laughs> go to the same, or we went to the same church, Kingsboro in Brooklyn, and we'd sit at the table, eat together, our kids, I mean, her, her, her children, they know me. So it's just, it's a fellowship thing. Yes. Definitely exciting times. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. So I wanted to, I wanted to dig right in, um, just because, and and I know um, I was dating myself. I probably was dating you also with the bio. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, the first thing, the first thing that um, came to mind, and the theme for this whole thing was, if you're still alive, it's not too late. And make the rest of your life the best of your life. Yes. You seem to embody that. What yes. are you pushing forward with your music career? Yes, it's the passion, it's the drive, it's the assignment that God has given me. It's the key focus to never give up, to just keep going. And so, you know, to learn something, do something new, learn something new, do something different, to really just expand yourself and get out there. But definitely when God has assigned you to do something is to really go forth with that. So that's what really keeps me going. And just, and I just push through. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and, and uh, kudos to, to you for that. Cause I know it takes a lot of determination. It takes a lot of willpower, a lot of prayer. I speak to a lot of artists, you know, that come through the studio or what have right. you, and they get discouraged. They go, man, I, I'm mad I'm up there in age or, and they're not really that far up there in age. They might be in their forties or, or late thirties. And they're like, man, these 20 something year olds, I don't know if I can compete. And they get so discouraged. Mm -hmm. well, what is it that just keeps you going and keeps you focused? Well, one thing I have to say with, with what you just mentioned, your statement about people getting older and they feel like they can't compete with other artists. You have to realize a couple of things. One is, as I mentioned a little bit, when God has given you an assignment and if that's and he's giving you that, you know, that purpose, I mean, that's your purpose in life. That's what you have to walk into. And that's what you have to do. It doesn't matter the age. And what you also have to realize is that you don't you can't compete with someone else. Like you don't copy someone else. You are your, you're an originals. You have to do what you do, whatever you do. You just need to do the best of it and do it extremely well, but don't compare yourself to someone else because we all have different talents. We all have different gifts. Even as artists, we have different types of tone, sound, style. You know, I might sing something that someone else doesn't do, or someone might sing something you know, that I don't do. <laughs> so it's, and it's okay. It's really okay. Just be yourself. Do you, you know, I'm not a young chickling anymore, you know, so, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm not going to let that stop me though. You know, at the same time, I still encourage the younger ones as well, but definitely just be you, do yourself. Don't compare yourself. Don't be a carbon copy of anyone else. And whatever you do, do your best at doing you and being you and believing in you. Yeah, I think I think that's so key too because when you stop looking at it as I'm trying to compete for my for my space, once you stop doing that and you just focus on what God has asked you to do, then it, it's easier to encourage the young people coming in because they don't 
you don't look at them as a threat or, oh, you think you got it all. And, and then yeah. all the attitudes come in and, and it's, it's not, that's not of God. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. So now with, with all of this and all the moves you've been making, I've also heard people get discouraged because the quote unquote state of the music industry. Um, what is your opinion of the current state of the music industry? Well, currently, um, one, we are in a pandemic, so, mm-hmm. and we've been in it for a while. <laughs> so, you know, from the beginning of the pandemic up to, well, I won't say up to date, but maybe like a few months, you know, prior to today, um, things were moving a little slowly, you know, you couldn't tour really, you really couldn't do much performances. So it was pretty slow. I mean, it's picking back up now. People, you know, being able to get out a little bit more and to, you know, perform and do touring. You know, however, um, that's why we have other tools, other vehicles. So I would say, you know, do something online, you know, perform online. Um, That's the climate that we're in right now, you know. Um, But also, I must say, though, the record business has actually the sales really have been it has increased mm-hmm. so as far as the music industry itself although we are in a pandemic so maybe the artists as far as touring and can't pocket that money themselves you know depending on what type of deals you have and you know but let's talk about the independent artists you know um the record labels, they're actually making money because the bigger artists, they are selling their music right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, in 2001, I mean, two, I think 2020, the the record sales was about like $1.5 billion. And now it's about $1.7 billion. So as far as how well the industry is doing, the industry is doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just feel that, you know, also as independent artists, however, it's a little different today because today in reference to years ago is it's a lot about data. You know, it's about a lot of engagement with, you know, fans or just people having your numbers up. That's what's happening currently. So as an independent artist, which I am, at the moment, <laughs> it's, you know, it's about getting all of that. And it's all about getting data right now. And that's what's currently going on for now. If someone's trying to move in that direction, you know, as far as wanting to really go full in and have music, singing, and being an artist as a career. So that's what I would say what's going on currently in the industry right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to say for those artists who um, feel that, okay, I'm just singing because it's a, you know, because I love God, he's assigned me this, you know, it's my ministry. That's good and all. However, you also have to remember that it is a business at the same time. It's a business. Um, there's, you know, things that are moving and, you know, you have to keep up. <laughs> so, so I would say again, to the current market today with the music industry, um, it's picking up for artists um, as far as, um, being able to perform now. I'm not sure if it's going to slow down now with the new strand that's out, but, right. <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, it sounds like churches, they might close a little bit down because of the Omicron and or maybe not, I don't know. But it, you just keep pushing. You just keep moving forward. 
and just do you. And also at the same time, you know, and I might be going off a little bit, but, but also this is a time to also be creative, to learn something new, to do something new. Um, so when the music industry, the world does open up, like really open up, you have something new to offer the community or, you know, something creative. So just be creative, keep doing what you have to do and just know that this too won't last always. Right, right, right. And, and kudos to you because I'm watching and you're putting out videos and you've, you've got, a, you've got a, um, a, a talk show that's going to be beneficial to the music community also in 2022. So you've got a lot of things going on and it's just like, man, other people are getting discouraged. Like, man, I'm not putting all that money into a video, man. This thing is gonna, and they get, they, they take this negative dive. And then, like you said, when the world opens up again, it's like, okay, now I got to make a video and people that's been doing it. They already got their video ready. It's already there. It's already exactly. a certain amount of views. It's, they've right. been pushing all along. So yes, yes. And that's it. You don't stop. You don't stop. You know, you might slow down, like I said, in performing live, um, but you could do performances also like, you know, online, things like that. But again, you don't stop, you know, you have to keep moving, you have to keep going. And, and again, and it's, it's like really preparation time, you know, you start preparing the things and all that. So when things do like, oh, okay, we're open now. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I got my stuff. And then again, like you say, you know, with myself, it's already putting stuff out because I'm not going to wait to get people to hear my music when the world open up. You know, yeah. I'm going to do it right now because we do have online, we do have streaming platforms. So people can still be listening to, you know, your music and watch your videos on YouTube now. So don't wait. Don't get discouraged. You know, that's a sign of devil. Devil wants to keep everyone down and keep you depressed and, you know, give you negative thoughts. And you have to move beyond that and just, you know, continue to pray and just ask God to, you know, guide you and, you know, direct you and, and to show you where to move and how to move and, and who to connect with. And you'll be just fine. That's nice. That's, that's good advice. Real good advice. Um, so I wanted to ask also, cause I know, I, I, I see you surrounding yourself with, with some, some good people, some quality people. Um, what's been one of the, and it could be from any, any point in life. What's one of the best pieces of advice you've received? Yeah, great question. So one of the best pieces of advice I receive, and I also give this advice to others, is to two things. I know you said one, but it's like it's 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 focus. Totally stay focused, you know, because you will get distracted. There will be obstacles that's going to come to your come your way. I mean, we live this thing called life, so it's going to happen. So you have to stay focused. And the number one thing to me that I've been given advice to and that I give to others is to never give up, never give up. Mm -hmm. The failure is not doing it at all. And once you start something and you feel like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work out or fear hits in, because that's what happens a lot of times. And even with myself, you know, the fear comes in, it's like, oh, and then you kind of back away a little bit. So you have to like keep talking to yourself. And that's what the advice that were given to me is never give up and stay focused. And even at my regular job, <laughs> stay focused. So that's what the advice that has been given to me. And I've also pointed out to other people as well. Stay focused and never give up. Got you. And, and I just want to I just want to highlight that since you just said that 
you've got a full-time job and you're doing this also on the side, almost like a, a, a second job. So you just, you just going, going, going. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> it's really a lot, you know, but you know, that's my personality too. That's the type of person that I am. You know, I move fast. I move quickly. You know, I try to get things done. You know, I'll pick up a project, you know, I'm like, okay, this has to be done by when, okay, let me get that out the way. Let me, let me get everything done. You know, let me plan it and, and just move on to the next and then move on to the next, you know, but that's just, you know, I mean, everyone's not like that. You know, you, you go, have to go, to, you know, according to your pace, you know, whatever your pace is, you move accordingly, but you know, this is just how I am. I just kind of move quickly you know, and so, yeah, I have a full-time job and, you know, I work in the financial industry and it's, it's, you know, it's a lot. So it could be, you know, overwhelming sometimes and stressful, you know, but, and then I, you know, like you said, and then I have to, when that's done at five o'clock, then it's like, okay, let me get the music start going. Let me start working on that. And, you know, and you do it, you make the time, you block out the time and, you know, and then it's like, okay, now I want to do this, um, the Loretta Merritt show. Well, Loretta, you got three jobs now. You gave yourself three jobs, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but again, it's for me, it's about planning. Like, you know, I have half of my show already planned already in it's starting next year. So it's like, yeah, you know, you just, that's just how you, you just have to do, you know, put mm -hmm. it into action, you know, plan it, set the goals and go for it and move accordingly to, you know, your pace, but yeah, but it's good though. You know, I like that. I, you know, I like to, and, and I have a personal life too. So it's not like it's all work, you know, and no play. Right, right, <laughs> so, right. So, you know, I got to play and have fun too. So, yeah, I put it all in there. Yeah. That's, that's what's up. That's what's up. That's cool. That's real. <laughs> but cool. I have to be honest though. It, it helps a lot to be able to do these things. You know, I have three children, but I don't have three small children. So, my kids are adults. You know, so it makes it easier too because now it's like, okay, you know, as a mom, you're giving your time, you know, to care your kids, but now they're older and they're doing their things. It's like, oh, okay, it's time for me to go ahead and start moving on my things and you know, move full forward for uh, with that. So, you know, it's a it's a combination of things though, but yeah, I enjoy it though. Okay, okay, yeah. So, and and that's another point that people need that I think people need to hear. Even though your plans might get delayed, that doesn't mean it's it, it's over. It just gets delayed, and you right. and again, like you said, to stay focused. So I, that leads me into one of my other questions: What's one of the toughest things that God's brought you through, and what lessons have you learned from that experience? Yeah, I must say. <laughs> so one of the toughest things that God has brought me through is, I would say, is my my divorce. Um, it's been so many years ago since I've been divorced, but the reason why I said it's one of the toughest thing is because, you know, when you go through a divorce, you go through a lot of emotions, you know, you have a lot of emotions going on with you and a lot of uncertainties. So, you know, so that's the time when you have to really rely on God, really trust God, really just lean on God to help you through those emotions and so that's what he did, actually, you know, so that I would say that's the toughest thing that I went through. Um, the lessons that I learned from that was basically, you know, people are human. No one's perfect, mm -hmm. you know, and I, in the marriage, you have to, and especially if you're a spiritual Christian person, you really got to put God in the center of your home. You know, you really got to be praying 
you know, you, and to me, it's like, you really got to follow. And when I say, and I mean, both spouses, you know, you have to follow the Bible, the blueprint of what God has instructed a marriage to be like, you know, what love is supposed to be like. And so those are the lessons that I learned that, you know, that I took away from it is that, you know, you, and on top of that, you know, for me, it's like, you don't, you know, you don't be angry. You don't stay angry. You don't be bitter. You don't stay upset. You don't be scornful. You know, you learn to move on and you learn to, well, for God, well, actually God has given me a spirit of forgiveness, Mm -hmm. you know? So for me, it's like, you know, you don't, like I said, you don't stay angry and be mad, you know, you just forgive and, and realize too, the lessons that you learn too, is that, you know, it takes two to make uh, a marriage don't work. So it's not blaming one or the other, you know, it's mm-hmm. two people at fault, you know, and you learn that. And again, you come out of there, you know, learning to learn some more, you know, about yourself, you know, and so you just learn those types of lessons and, and, and you say to yourself, okay, you know, you get healing, you know, you, you don't, and maybe I'm going off again. <laughs> you know, you don't jump into another relationship right away. No, you take time to be, yeah, you take time to reevaluate yourself. You take time to figure out what you contribute that wasn't right in the marriage, you know, and you start working on yourself. You know, you start healing, you know, and so those are the things I would say that I, I have done, you know, so that when you decide, if you decide, you know, to move on again, you know, you have the tools you've learned, you know, you learn about yourself and what to do and what not to do. But the most important thing is, you know, like, really, you really got to have God in your in your marriage. I just don't feel like it's not going to work, you know, and not that it cannot, you know, but I've always you know, been brought up in a church and spiritual. And so, you know, I believe in God and, you know, in the, the Bible, his word. So it's like, if you don't have that in your life and, and not just reading the Bible, but actually applying it, you know, things are going to be a little difficult. So those are the lessons that I've learned, you know, so I know how to move going forward. Right, 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 right. No, that's, that's, that's real good advice. And, I, and a lot of times, as a matter of fact, doing this podcast and focusing on uh, modern day Levites, preachers, singers, musicians, I'm realizing how tough relationships become for creatives, for those called by God, because we're under attack. Um, we got a bullseye on us. And, um, you know, I, I've shared before, I, I've been through a divorce um, a, as well. There's some pastors that have been on and they, you know, when I asked that question and not knowing because you can pick anything and they say, well, one of the toughest things was my divorce. And it's just like, wow. So it's like you said, it's not just going to church and reading the Bible. It's applying it. It's it's learning the hard lessons. It's, it's stepping back and going, OK, maybe I got a part to play. Maybe I'm not always right or maybe I can't always get my way and, and different <laughs> things like that. And unfortunately, a lot of people outside looking in they fit they figure because you go to church it's like oh well you're supposed to have it all together like you're not supposed to have problems marriage is 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 tough it's it's a it's it's a real thing it's it's work it is work it is work um so i just i appreciate you being candid about all of that um and and let me ask this question because i was going to ask about your songwriting process how much of your experiences go into your songwriting or do you separate the two and just go, you know what, I'm gonna write about, you know, 
uh, uh, God and, and where it should be? Or do you put your personal experiences in your songs? Right. So I have wrote a song called So Help Me, Lord. <laughs> and that song was based on my experience of, you know, me going through my stuff, you know, and I wrote it after I was divorced. Um, I wrote it, I think it was about 2000, between 2002, 2005, somewhere around that time. And yeah, so as far as my songwriting process, I had tend to write based on my experiences and also experiences of others as well. And mm -hmm. that's how I write my songs. Okay. So now does it come to you or do you sit with, cause I know some people, they sit with a dictionary and a thesaurus. <laughs> and it's like an yeah. essay. And then other people like, I just woke up and God gave me the song and I just have to write <laughs> it down fast enough, you know, before it left my head. And yeah. how does it work yeah. for you? So for me is I have all these melodies in my head. <laughs> Yeah, and I get my uh, my phone <laughs> and mm -hmm. I get on the the audio and I start because I do hear the melodies in my head. I start humming it out and I record that melody at the same time I'm, I might also, you know, play around with some words at the same time I'm recording it. Um, and then when I'm done recording it, then I will go back and listen to it and then start writing the lyrics to my recording. Okay. However, I've been told by some, you know, professionals that, you know, that's great that you do it that way, Levada. However, you know, one of the best way of doing it is actually getting a track and writing to a track. Mm -hmm. So that was one of my challenges. And the reason why they say that is because when you're writing to a track, there's a lot of stuff that you hear a lot of instrumental parts, things that you hear that you might not hear with melodies in your head. Got you. You know, so yeah. So when you write to the track, you know, and, and so when I wrote my song, So Help Me Lord, and I gave it to a musician to put music behind it. And that musician is um, John Peters. So wow. he put some music behind it. Right. And so when I heard the instrumentals, like, okay. It took me somewhere else. <laughs> My song, you know, it took me to another place. So that was another thing. So that's why I was like, oh, okay, I guess it's one of the reasons what they meant. You know, and it was like, it's good to write to a track because you might hear a lot of stuff that, you know, on a track that you're not going to hear in your head. Right. You know, unless you are a musician, maybe, you know, who like actually plays an instrument, instrument, mm -hmm. you know, then maybe you can do it. But, and I found that to be true. And I was like, oh, okay. So what I did... Um, for this new song that I'm actually writing, it's not really a song, it's a jingle, basically, and it's a jingle for my show, is I actually had someone, you know, put the music, give me a track, and then I wrote, you know, wrote on the, you know, on, to, on the track. So, yeah, that's my process, though. But I do actually hear the, the hear the mel melodies. And I mean, just like a lot of melodies just be coming to my head, just anything, like, even like now, I mean, I just, the melody just called like and then I and I, oh okay let me have him get my phone let me record it and then then when I you know play that and then I'll go and then and I'll add some more to it and then I'll just go and record that piece and then I'll go back and then I will write some words 
you know, and some lyrics to it. So that's how I did. That's my uh, my writing process. Nice, nice. <laughs> I like the little demo there with the da 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 da. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, so now I have to ask, I, I got to flip this thing now. What yeah. lessons have you learned from your successful moments? Ask the question again. I'm sorry. What lessons have you learned from your successful moments? Oh, okay. So the lessons I've learned from my successful moments is to kind of almost what I said before is keep pushing, you know, because that's what I've been doing. Never give up. You know, you just keep pushing until something breaks, until you break through, you know, and those are the lessons that I've learned successfully. And also you connect yourself with the right people too, Mm. you know, because that helps, you know, helps you to, to grow in your artistry. You know, I work with, you know, as you mentioned, Makiba Riddick Woods, um, She's a singer, songwriter. She's also a producer and she's also a vocal producer as well, you know, but she also gives you tips on songwriting. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and there's other people too, you know, who will do that for you. But I'm just saying, sometimes you have to surround yourselves with people to help you get to another level, you know, in your ministry, in your artistry. Mm-hmm. And so those are the successes I've learned is definitely, you know, you keep striving, you keep pushing through and you just like you, you know, if this is what you say you want to do and you believe God has, you know, purpose you, your, your life for that and uh, gave you that assignment to do, then, you know, you will see that you will see the rewards, you know, but I also realize in order to be successful, you know, you have to work hard. You know, things, you know, things are not going to always gonna come easy for you, you know, you know, so, you know, you, you want what you want, but, you know, you have to work for it and you have to work hard to get there, you know, and that's one of the things I've learned too, you know, like it's, it's for us artists, it's doing our vocal exercises when sometimes you don't feel like doing it, but you have to do it, you know, you want to keep that voice, you know, the way you want it, you want to get your range and you want to get, you know, all the things you're breathing together you know, you have to work at it. You have to work to do that. You know, if you, you know, for independent artists, one, one of the successes I also learned is that as an independent artist, you have to have a budget too. You know, you have to have money to do this because it's not easy. You know, you have to, you don't quit your job, you know, because you're going to need that money unless you have it like that, mm-hmm. you know, unless you have investors and all that. But if not, you know, you're going to need that money to, pay for your studio time to pay for musicians to producers and songwriters. If you're not someone who writes your songs, you know, I don't write a lot of my songs. I mean, I I use someone else to write it, you know? Um, But again, you know, but these are the things you're the things that you learn going, you know, as you're going through. Um, But for me, these are like success stories because it's like, okay, I have to put aside money just for the music. You know, and not just once I get the music out, but now, okay, I have to, everybody has to hear it. So now it's marketing money, you know, so it's, you know, and you learn to do those things. But these are, again, to me, success stories because you learn, these are the lessons that you learn as you're going through and it helps you, you know, you have to be, know how to be uh, um, an audience, you have to have um, self-development, you know, they're not doing that in the industry anymore, you know, meaning Mm -hmm. labels. You know, you have to be self, you know, develop yourself 
and you, you know, you have to gain your own fans and do all the legwork you have to do, you know, but I, you know, like I say, when you put in all the work and everything like that, you know, you will see the rewards, you will be successful. And again, successful means different things to different people. Yes. You know, so when we want to measure success, you know, you know, my success to me, something different, totally different from someone else's success. Mm-hmm. You know, I could be happy and just, you know, singing in the church and someone else. Nah, I want to be a superstar, <laughs> right, right. you know, so it's, it's just it's different. But definitely, you know, those the things that I've learned as far as my lessons learned as far as being successful is definitely, you know, what makes me I feel successful at my day job, at the music is really being dedicated to your job, being disciplined, work hard at it. You know, I, you know, everyone tells me my job, I have great work ethics, you know, I go in hard. So, you know, but again, that's what makes me successful, even at my job and even at my music that I'm doing, you know, it makes me successful when I put in the time and put in the work. Right, right, right. No, all, all, all good lessons, all good lessons. Um, so we, we got to know, and I know we touched on a lot of it, but I'm going to ask again, so we could just get it in this section. What do you have going on now? What's next for you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. let, let, let everybody know what's happening. Uh-huh. Okay, absolutely. Well, mom, as you mentioned, my single just released August 20th. It's called His Name. And again, it was written by Makiba Riddick Woods. It was produced by Kid Class and Kid Classic. And, you know, both of those, Makiba as well as Kid, you know, just to kind of give you some reference, background reference for those who might not, oh, who are they? You know, just a little bit, um, because you have to come to my show to get some more (laughs) info on it. But um, they're the ones who actually, you know, Makiba, who did Corin's Hawthorne's Won't He Do It, you know, Kid Class, you know, so... You know, those are the people who I've been working with. I've also worked with some great local people, too. My um, single was released, and then we did a music video to it. Um, his name, music video is out. It's, it's on YouTube. My single, His Name, is streaming, you know, on all digital platforms. My next single is about, well, we'll drop next year. So it's already ready to be dropped. <laughs> so we're going to do that um, next year, probably um, the end of the first quarter. So um, going into the second quarter. So I'm going to release a new song, Never Once Let Me Down. And um, lastly, I just started or will be launching my new show, The Loretta Merritt Show, January 16, 2022. It's yeah. going to be live on YouTube, streaming, um, live to um, live on Facebook and also on Vimeo. And so I look forward to everyone coming and joining me. It's going to be held every third Sunday of the month. So it's only once a month at seven o'clock PM Eastern time. I have some fabulous guests that are going to be appearing and some, you know, music, uh, some conversations with the guests. And, and part of it is, um, as you mentioned, um, Terrence earlier, it's an inspiration in music and conversation experience. And basically it's to encourage, to uplift, to inspire, to enlighten, to motivate people through the power of singing and learning. And so I just hope everyone, you know, come to it on the show and I will be putting more information out on this flyer that's going out that has been out now 
But those are the things that I'm working on now. And I'm sure after that, I'll be working on something else. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. That's awesome. So let people know the best way they can connect with you, find out about what you're doing, stay up to date. Yeah. Well, I am on social media, Instagram and Facebook is I am Loretta Merritt. I am Loretta Merritt on Twitter. It's Leading Lady L. And for the show, it's The Loretta Merritt Show on Facebook and Loretta Merritt Show on Instagram. But if you check me out on I am Loretta Merritt, you, you'll find on my other pages. Um, I have one link that links to everything that I'm doing. So, yeah, that's where you can find me. I am, I am Loretta Merritt, Facebook. Instagram, Leading Lady L on Twitter. Nice. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put all the links in the description. So whatever you're either listening or uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, just scroll to the description or just expand it and you'll see you'll see hyperlinks there. So you can just click and and go. Uh, Or maybe if you need to, you can copy (laughs) and paste it into your (laughs) Yeah, your thing. Um, but yeah, I, I really, I really thank you for taking out the time. I thank you for being as candid as you as you are. Um, it's it's awesome just to just to hear the real life stories of mm-hmm. how people are making it now, how people are staying focused now. Um, yeah. It's it's not all bad. I mean, yeah, it's tough um, to hear because we. We, we need each other's testimonies to keep us yes. going, to go, you know what? Okay, I can do this. If if she's doing it, I can do it too. And, you know, that that's, that's where it is. That's where it is. Yeah, and I feel the same way. You know, when I when I do a lot of, you know, when I do my advertise, advertisement on social media, mm-hmm. you know, my mindset is like, I really hope I'm in, in, I am inspiring someone else. You know, it's not like really for show or for fashion. It's really like I really hope someone else is being encouraged. I hope when someone sees me, they're like, oh, OK, you know what? I could do it, too. She could do it. And she's at her age. You know, what? I could do it, too. You know, so I really want people to, you know, really understand and get that. That's one of the things that, you know, that is about about me is that I really just want to encourage others and to inspire others and just, um, you know, with the help of God. That's cool. That's real cool. Um, I also thank thank all you watching or listening. I thank you for tuning in. Thank you for subscribing, liking, sharing, and leaving a comment. You leave a comment, I'll make sure Loretta gets it. <laughs> I mean, so it's, it's somehow she 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 sees how much she's encouraging people. Thank you. Um, y'all that come consistently, y'all are awesome. Thank you again. Thank you again. We're gonna end with a words for life track produced by Levite Music. It's available, again, on all streaming sites as well. It's under the artist Words for Life. That's Words, the number four, Life. Um, Again, on all streaming platforms. It's our prayer that God uses something said in this episode to speak to you directly. And with that, we're out. You and I, out of all created organisms on planet Earth, We were created without a pre-programmed computer chip on how to survive. Which simply means when God created us, he created us without limitation. With no limits. However, the only thing that limits us is number one, people we hear. Whoever speak into our life the most 
whatever dominating reoccurring themes that keep re-echoing through our minds association brings on assimilation so whatever we hear the most see the most whoever speak the most into our life by beholding you become change and so that's where your cap comes from who are you hanging around with who are you listening to and who are your role models you cannot rise any higher than what you dwell on most of the time and so church is not enough to get you there church is a moment where you worship God out of the abundance of what he's deposited in you because of the experience that you're having with him and so sometimes worship for some is limited because they have not appreciated all that he's deposited in them because they're not living their full potential during the week so worship is an outburst in other words worship is an expression of an appreciation of being grateful for what God has given me. See, worship is God's way of saying, I'm allowing you to approach me, but you'll never catch me. But in approaching me, something happens to you. See, so, so those who don't worship, what could have happened to them never happened to them. However, God's still gonna be God. And he's not insecure in that he needs your worship. Our worship is not for him, it's for us. So when we miss worship, we're missing the opportunity to worship him by way of going closer to him. And once we come to know God, as it is our privilege to know him, our life will be a life of continual obedience. As the heart panteth after the water brook, my soul pants after thee, O God. And once you start thirsting and hungry for righteousness, something happens to your soul. Something takes place within your mind that the world can never ever give you enough of.